everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are excited today to be back with On Friendship. This is the monthly series that we do where we talk about friendship and Hallmark movies from a perspective of relationships as opposed to purely romantic uh, mm. relationships. It's a lot of fun. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Dr. Elisa Lucas is here with me. Hello. I'm so glad it's the new year and we're talking about a movie about new year's resolutions because <laughs> I need a fresh start. <laughs> yeah, this was really fun. We're talking about a new year's resolution from 2021 and this was really fun to revisit because, uh, I, I had mixed feelings about it last year and it's not perfect or anything, but it was stronger than I remembered. And mm-hmm. I just thought the reason why I thought we should talk about it is it seemed like it had a lot of themes that I thought that it would be interesting to discuss. Yes. I love, give me all the friendship, give me the, fr- right. and her friendship, you know, she needs to get back into her friendships and I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so yeah, we haven't done an on friendship since October because of the, uh, uh, of the onslaught of Christmas movies, but that's right. I think my Christmas movies were in November. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many Christmas movies. It was so early on. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so we're the band's how... back together. Then yeah. is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't seen you in so long. But how was your holidays? Um, it was good. I after last year spending it by myself, I was able to spend the holiday with my parents this year. And I have a new nephew and Aww. was able to do some things I wanted to do and also slug around on the couch because <laughs> I my holiday is in between semesters. So I have like a little bit of a longer break uh, than people might usually have. So I did some lounging. How was yours, though? Did you have once you had all the movies done? Were you <laughs> yes. able to enjoy the holidays? <laughs> yeah, I watched and reviewed 125 holiday films <laughs> and Amazing. that was really fun but <laughs> but then I went to Disneyland yay yeah um, I followed oh, along on Twitter thanks. and on Facebook and it looked like a lot of fun I've never been to the one in California so yeah. only been to Orlando so good for you <laughs> it was really fun I it 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 was kind of cold and rainy, which was a little bit of a bummer. I'm from but... Michigan and it's winter. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like small violence. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it did impact because uh, once your feet get kind of wet, yeah, it makes it a little bit less fun, but it's still Disneyland. So it's still yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. No. And the food looked amazing and the oh. rides looked fun. And I was like, yeah. And I, and I, like I said, I followed along and I was probably lounging on the couch on my phone, watching <laughs> Grey's Anatomy, like, oh, look at Rachel having yeah. fun. And I'm like laying here. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, I feel like just maybe the week before is when I kind of started to hear a lot about the Omicron and then, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and then I went on the trip and, yeah. uh, and then I got a little cold and I was of course worried that it was COVID, but yeah. no, it was not. So Phew. thankfully, <laughs> yes. um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I feel like I was kind of lucky to get, uh, one lat one more trip in before, yeah. you know, all of this. And I'm already feeling like the jitters of like, I got to get out. I got to go do stuff. <laughs> She's but, got uh, a, her next trip, her next play, the next musical, yeah, the next right. movie. <laughs> no, I understand. Like I, after being in lockdown and then working from home for a year, 
I finally took a little vacation in August and I oh, went yeah. on a zoo tour because I felt like better about like being yeah. outside and like, and I did it by myself, but I also was able to see friends. And so it was a creative idea. Yeah. And I love, I only like zoos that are obviously focused on preservation and conservation, but my favorite zoo is Cincinnati because of Fiona the hippo and she's my favorite. And when I was there, this is really neat. I paid for a behind the scenes uh, experience. Now the hippo one was too expensive for, for my, (laughs) my checkbook. Yeah. But I got to do one with these little blue penguins and it was so fun. And I got to learn about the penguins and I got to hold, you know, it was, it was cool to be able to go behind the scenes and and see what happens with the zookeepers and such. So hopefully I'll be able to do it again (laughs) once it gets warmer, because as a reminder, I live in Michigan and it's winter (laughs) and Michigan winters are brutal. They Um, are, it probably could be worse like in Minnesota (laughs) or Canada. (laughs) Well, I just know I lived up in in Northern Indiana. Mm -hmm. Uh, I lived for one winter. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Michigan is surrounded by the great lakes. So we get a lake effect. So I don't know what that all means in science terms, but what I do know is that (laughs) a lot of times Michiganders would say it wouldn't be so cold without the wind (laughs) when it's that that humid cold that just like that lake effect yeah yeah it gets you man (sighs) yeah i I was in angola indiana if anybody if we have any listeners from angola angola indiana it sounds someplace tropical it's not (laughs) it's freezing (laughs) they're probably cozied up to their fireplace listening right now hi friends Yeah, I love Angola. It was great. But uh, but anyway, I think the movie that we're talking about is set in Minnesota or Wisconsin. I can't remember one of those. I don't remember. Milwaukee. I, yeah, Mil- yes, Milwaukee, because that was the morning show. Yeah, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, the summary is when a morning show producer makes a New Year's resolution to say yes more, she crosses paths with a confirmed yes man who just might hold the key to her biggest story and to her heart. And so what's interesting about this movie is that it was going to, they had announced it as part of countdown to Christmas, 20, uh, 2020. And, uh, and then for some reason, they it just was skipped and not part. They didn't air it. I don't know why. Yeah. And, uh, and then they aired it as part of Winterfest for 2021 mm-hmm. And, and so who knows why Maybe they're just like we need more movies later and this one can fit into yeah, winter I guess they, fest. they were prophetic just... in in there um because you know it was harder to make movies than yeah. in uh 2020 for 2021 yeah, uh, absolutely but um but yeah anyway it's written by sarah montana and sarah montana uh did one of my favorite love to the rescue, which we should probably do that one. One of these days for on friendship. <laughs> I loved it so much. And, um, and she was, is still one of my favorite interviews that I've ever done. Oh, nice. Um, she actually has a very moving Ted talk. If you oh. are ever looking for some inspiration, mm-hmm. um, she had a tr- 
family tragedy in her, in her life and her family. And she talks about forgiveness and, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a really good one. Um, and then this is directed by Leslie Demetriades. I always butcher her name. I'm so sorry, Leslie, uh, but she's <laughs> delightful. <Yeah. laughs> Great too. So, uh, it has a really fun pedigree and I do love Michael Rady. I think he is so okay. good in these movies. Is he the guy from ugly buddy? Um, I'm not who sure. is he he looks so familiar and I apparently didn't use Google then I decided <laughs> to wait until this moment right now but I was like he looks so familiar and he, I was like I'm seeing if he was on ugly Betty he was on sisterhood of the traveling pants <gasps> yes okay <laughs> he was like Costa on sisterhood of the traveling pants as a lot of people know him from that but he uh, has had a number of other uh, shows and, and um, uh, he uh, was on Jane the Virgin. That's, you... that's it. That's yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> He's very charming. I really enjoy mm-hmm. him. And, you know, it's, it's tough with Amy Teagarden because, because I, she's just so... Friday night lights, teenager, angry teenager Uh, to me that it's very difficult. And she just has a young face and it's hard for me to picture as anything else other than Julie, (laughs) Julie. Here's the thing. I love Friday night lights and I love her storyline in it because my favorite character is Matthew Saracen. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert. They date. (laughs) And I was excited when I saw her name because I was like Friday night lights. And then when I saw it, I was like, when was Friday night lights on? Cause she, to me, she did look like an adult, but the issue for me was they, it felt like there was a major age difference between them, which there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but I don't think that's common in Hallmark movies. Yeah, there so I is... feel like she, she was more mature looking and older than I remember her from Friday night lights. And I just rewatched that. Like in the last six months and then yeah. but I felt like with him like yeah she might be like Leonardo DiCaprio where like one day she'll just look old <laughs> well there's an eight-year difference between them so that is a That's thing not, yeah yeah it's yeah. it's a it's a pretty and I do think that affects the chemistry of the movie mm-hmm. but for whatever reason I was able to kind of put that aside this watch and it didn't bother me too much um I think the script mm-hmm. is is pretty good in this one i do think that some of the i don't think we needed all of the bank fraud stuff like i feel like <laughs> they could have just had we didn't really need that much conflict they could have just been like oh we're doing fun goals and yeah like, I, I don't think we really needed that but yeah let's uh, just inspire and get people excited about getting outside their comfort zone <laughs> yeah you're um, like, when did this become a law and order? We have fraud. Right? Right. <laughs> That's right. We I need mean, the FBI, please. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, overall, I guess, what did you think of the movie? Well, okay. So I agree with you that like, I liked them individually, both very charming. I can see both of them in other movies. And as I was Googling on the side, when you're talking, I see that he's been in a number of Hallmark movies. I don't know how many she's been in, but I think she will be delightful over the years, especially as she, she ages a little bit more, but she's probably, she's like, 
it's just my face. Like she has good genes, you know? And so, so that'll be, but I thought they were both charming separately, but I did have a slight chemistry issue with the two of them, but overall I enjoyed the idea of the resolutions and following the fact that her last year of life has like, she's been overworked, which I think is something that people can resonate with during the pandemic, right? Everything feels exhausting and is tiring and, you know, that kind of thing. And and so, and, and it's sort of like, maybe she's put aside her relationships. And this is one of the movies I would say, how many years have we been doing on Friendship? This is one where there was truly the like hardcore friendship in there. And then they were like, I knew she wasn't going to show up. Like she stood up her friends and there was conflict. And then they got her back because her resolution was to say yes. And so they got her. I do feel like. So I thought it was fun. I thought the idea was fun. I didn't think the chemistry of the couple was a hundred. I do agree. I, I do feel like that whole idea of having this sort of core group of friends that, you know, is, is together all the time and expects all this stuff of each other. Uh, it is maybe something that's more part of your twenties than your thirties. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like, I was thinking about having people over for my birthday, uh, and, uh, which probably won't end up happening because of Omicron fears and everything, which is fine. Um, but yeah. I was thinking about it and the problem with trying to do, do something now not only with all the mess that's currently on is that I, I have this little group of friends, Mm -hmm. uh, but none of them know each other. Yes. I I mean, I feel the same. I think there's like two types of people in this world. You either got like the core group where everyone's friends with everyone and it might be from college or high school or something. And then there's people who are like, this is my friend from high school. This is my friend from college. This is my friend from work. This is my friend from graduate school. This is my friend from my new job. This is my friend. And it's like trying to get all those people together. It's like, they're all only there because of me. Right. But then again, I feel like I have great taste in friends and everyone should get along. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, I don't even know anybody that really, that has like that. I don't know, this sort of, that you see all the time in the movies and on television mm-hmm. shows, you know, sort of this in their thirties, this, this group that this urban mm-hmm. tribe basically that uh, I feel like that's something you have in your twenties, but then yeah. just people get married, people have babies, people move people. Uh, and it just, I don't well, know. It's just very rare. I feel like. Well, and Maybe. also one of the things to consider is that people get married later. And so friendship stays the focus a little bit longer or that people yeah. might have kids later or not have kids or that their group of people sort of, they might shift because now they're friends. Like I was on zoom with, uh, my friend who has kids and she was like, do you know so-and-so? And I was like, I don't, she's like, Hey, what's whatever the kid's name, what's Jason's mom's name. <laughs> <laughs> like, so there's like, you have friends because your kids are friends, you know? And so I think it yeah. creates different groups at different times, but I also think like, I've seen those groups exist and I'm like, how did that happen? Like, yeah, you're so lucky. Like if you have that, like cherish it because it's yeah. pretty rare. I mean, I love my friends. I don't have that, but I love my friends oh, and, sure. and so, like bringing them together. But yeah, it's not, I mean, even though we can argue about how the show ended or how they betrayed us, 
how I met your mother is so fun, right? Like the five mm-hmm. of them meeting in the bar all the time and just, yeah. walk, you know, the friends TV show, there's walking. How do you live across the hall from each other? Like, come on. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's definitely something that TV and movies have set up. And I do think people have that. Um, but I don't <laughs> No, And I think, I think I was feeling sort of an extra degree of escapism whenever mm-hmm. she was with her friends. And mm-hmm. uh, because not only do we not, do I not have that, but I also, if I had it, we can't really gather right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was just like, especially like escapist. And um, I, it was fun to see Patricia Isaac uh as one of the friends because she also played the bff on um uh harvest moon which we just talked about last fall and i have ranked because we're gonna do that (laughs) different episode (laughs) Uh, also was fun fun. okay sorry i get excited on these i love doing these recordings because i like you know everything about hallmark or at least it feels like you do (laughs) even if you're like did but you, it's like the fun facts are so amazing to me. I love it. Also, did you notice Adam Hertig from Snowman's is his BFF? No. Yes, I, Adam Hertig. <laughs> oh my god! I think I spent so much time going. Was he an Ugly Betty? And it was like the wrong show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. I didn't catch. Now I'm gonna have to go back and take a little look and be like, Snowman. Also okay. was fun to see Michelle Morgan, who plays Lou on Heartland uh, mm-hmm. as the um, anchor, uh, yeah. the news anchor. So that was yeah. kind of fun. Uh, so it does have a, 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 a good cast, uh, mm-hmm. a, I don't know, a fairly like kind of more modern feeling cast, I feel like, mm-hmm. than some other Hallmark movies. Absolutely. Um, I mean, and this one is kind of set in the city, which is unusual. Mm-hmm. And um Anyway, it, um, it starts out, we get introduced to our characters and I do think it is very funny that like this bank is so invested in, <laughs> in events and having community events, You're but like, they like yeah, polar don't... plunge. We need to do this thing. We need to do that thing. I'm like, can you do that now? Because I have nothing to do besides yeah. watch Grease and they, <laughs> they want all these events, but they don't care at all when like, there's massive fraud going on at a level <laughs> like oh. fraud what's fraud <laughs> we're just not going to talk about that but let's throw another mixer you know and uh <laughs> he's, um but he's in charge this is his whole job like the, what a dream job i want that, that job fun. who's his job is just to plan like community events for the mm-hmm. bank yeah. And uh, they have the polar bear plunge, the New Year's plunge uh, yes. coming up. And I got to give Amy T. Garden some credit because she was, she, she went for it and it was cold. Can we talk about how she ran in and went underneath the water and her friend who will get to basically conjure into it barely went in and turned around and ran out. And there was like no argument. I would have been like, you you made me come and do this and then you didn't do it (laughs) now i don't know where in michigan you live are you close at all to the lake i'm in the middle of the state central michigan is literally in the central of the (laughs) mid 
So, so, you... uh, so I'm not by like at all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but so I you have never done a polar experienced plunge. A... You have. Well, in Mount Pleasant, which is in central Michigan, because you jump into a pool, like they set up a pool and it is the coldest I've ever been in my life. And uh, I advise an organization for college students called huh. Communication Association. And so they raise money to have me jump. And so I got a shirt made. Oh I wore a tutu. <laughs> my parents came up. I have video of it. I can send it to you yeah, if you'd like to post it. And um, one of my graduate students at the time announced my name and he was like, Dr. Elise Lucas. And I was like, oh my God. And I jumped in and it was so cold. I could not get out. Someone had to help me out. <laughs> you can hear my parents who are recording. Where is she? <laughs> so I, at least I imagine a lake is colder than a pool, but I did plunge in a February and it was the water was extremely cold so like I had a moment there with her where I was like you go girl (laughs) because it was cold really cold I have never done a plunge I have a lot of friends who have though because I do open water swims yep Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, a bunch of them have done actually I have several friends who have done uh, the ice mile which is a challenge that only like less than 50 people in the world have completed. When you said Um, that, I literally got a chill. I have goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, no, I don't want to die. I'm not interested in that at all. Uh, But uh, they have, they've done it. I mean, I feel like stuff like that is most popular in like I don't know, Estonia and Finland. And I, I think like <laughs> I mean, I would probably do it again, but like, I'd probably do it for, yeah. If it was like somewhere cool and like, um, Norway, you know, something like that, Iceland, I don't know. Um, or if it was for a fundraiser, which the polar plunge at, um, central Michigan was. And so yeah. I was like, I'm, do- I'm doing it for the kids. I don't even know <laughs> what the cause was. I don't remember anymore, but I was like, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Because I am, um, I did go, uh, to Texas this last, um, summer and in Austin, they have these, um, I forget the name of it, but they have these, uh, it's really cool where they take the river and they make it into kind of kind of a pool area that yeah. it's, it's like this combined mixture of open water and um mm. yeah and it's it was extremely extremely cold <laughs> uh but e- even then it was still i think in the low 60s but yeah, it was so it was chilly it was cold considering but, um, it was i take so the hot outside I, I take the hottest showers ever so like i can't imagine like even <laughs> doing the polar plunge I didn't think I was ever going to be warm again <laughs> and so, I, was I mean in that's there in the, for like 20 seconds yeah I mean that's in the so it was in the 60s let alone in a polar plunge where you're talking in the 40s like woo, yeah woo. yeah and so um, major shout out and then the friend who ran around I was like <laughs> yeah it was pretty good she did a good job but I was cracking up <laughs> We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? 
Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Yeah, so basically we get the start where we realize that he he is super dedicated to his job because he loves his job. Mm-hmm. And she is super dedicated to her job, I think more because she is just, that's just her personality. She's like a type A yeah. kind of personality. Yes. And, and, and so she misses, uh, the secret Santa exchange with her friends and, Mm, uh, mm, she gets mm. there and on Christmas Eve, no less like girl, stop working. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and so he goes to see his sister and, uh, says, uh, I'll sleep next year. And she says, I have two kids. Nothing about the promise of sleep sounds lame to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's like, are you going to make that your resolution? And he's like, I don't believe in resolutions, but you know, a point about her with the work is one of the things that talking to the anchor, she's the producer of the morning show is that they are now first place in the morning show in Milwaukee, but way back earlier in the year, like January, you know, the previous year, they were not doing well. So maybe that's why she was working a lot too, is that she could have lost her job if she didn't, or, you know, that pressure to feel like you, the competing and things like that, which still fits in with the type A and all that kind of stuff. But I think that's also critical why she might be so sort of married to the work, if you will. But I think that since we basically had like events taken from us, I think that this whole, whole message of this movie of like, take advantage of mm-hmm. every opportunity that comes your way yeah like, take advantage of it don't let it go yeah. don't assume there's gonna be another chance feels like all the more real yeah. i mean just it does resonate it does yeah. yeah just uh just a couple just last week i went with my parents and saw hamilton and Ooh. then yeah and then the next day they stop productions for that until uh, i don't know if they're going to start up again but anyway oh, through wow. the end of that week mm-hmm. and i mean just was such a good reminder to me of like take advantage of the opportunities you have yeah. when you have them because you never know when they're going to be gone and i think we See, all feel that all the more and i think you know i really enjoyed the story so like shout out to sarah montana right she's the writer yeah. Um, and yeah, taking advantage of that because what you see is that she's working all the time. And so she's really, you know, she's the friends are not surprised when she doesn't show up to the secret Santa. And so they, and he doesn't believe in resolutions, but a new year is a fresh start. And I've always liked the start of a new year. Like let's, let's get last year in our rear view mirror sort of thing. And so I like the idea of the talking about resolutions and that as a marketer, he can guess what everyone's resolution is going to be. 
And when they're in the restaurant, him and his friends, the guy from Snowman's, which I totally missed, and they're talking about resolutions. And he's like, I don't believe in them. And then her and her friends are, and it's New Year's Eve, and they're talking about what the resolutions are going to be. The guy's going to finish his novel. Someone's going to only drink one coffee a day. Then you have someone else is going to go to spin class three days a week. And then the main character is like, I'm not going to, I'm going to say no to no. Is that what she said? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you're going to say yes. So she's going to say yes to everything. And so he kind of becomes involved. Like I can guess your resolutions. And then he seems like pleasantly surprised with what her resolution is. And so I have a question for you. Do you do resolutions? Do you believe in resolutions? Like what is your take on like that storyline of the resolutions? Yeah. It's something it's very interesting because I am a very, I do plan. I'm a big planner yeah, but I'm not necessarily a resolutions person or a goal setter in the way yeah. that, you know, kind of a thing. I, I think I'm more on his side of mm-hmm. just embracing whatever comes my way. Yeah. But then again, I'm also like glued to my calendar and glued I was going to say, <laughs> Rachel, how do you cover 125 Hallmark movies <laughs> if you don't plan? But yeah. I used to do resolutions and I find them to be disappointing. And like two weeks in, I'm like, I haven't done anything. And so a couple of years ago, I started picking a word for the year, which I think is more about embracing that idea. So I've, you know, I've done word like brave and thrive and this year's believe. And Mm -hmm. so like, it's sort of like having a lens to look through things or sort of a philosophy. And then this year I saw the author Gretchen Rubin, um, who's done things on habits and she did the happiness project book. She does like, what are 22 things you want to do in 2022? And so I'm like, okay, now this might not seem like a lot. It's a lot for me. So I'm going to try to read 22 books in 2022. And I'm going to try 22 new recipes, right? And I already have two down of those. Ah. And I have one book done. And so it's kind of like something that's more realistic. And so the goals of her three friends, I was like, those aren't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no offense. Um, well, the most it's really hard to commit to those things, yeah. but hers, like her friends are going to keep her to it, but then it becomes a story for the morning show. So then it's like, she can't, she's held accountable, which is critical for goals and resolutions yeah. and things like that. You have to be held accountable. Well, the most common goals are, I think, weight loss, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, weight loss and like quitting smoking things like that yeah yeah. um but uh but I guess for me I I do have some goals like you're saying with reading I I I have goals for um for that like so many of the goals it feels like things that are out of my control like yeah I'm never really you want to go see more musicals and movies and they might not let you and that's (laughs) not fair (laughs) well it's true once I got vaccinated I set a goal that I was going to support Mm -hmm. regional local theater as much as I possibly could and I definitely fulfilled that goal. I saw yeah. almost 50 shows. That's amazing. In 2021. <laughs> and I think, did you do that as like on the first of last year or just once you were vaccinated? Once you I was vaccinated. Because here's the thing. I'm very much stuck to, 
I'll start that on Monday. I need a new year when I should just be like, Alisa, you can start on Sunday at 7, 17 PM. Like, yeah. let's like, let's that's right now, friends, for those of you listening at home, <laughs> that's right. And so that's something I, to, I think that's why my resolutions and goals and things like that aren't very successful. Cause I always be like, I'll start that on a Monday or after a semester. And, but I did like this. I did like the, like the yes. And getting back to your point about like, taking advantage of things although when she had to say yes to everything I was like but what if she has a headache one night or what if she's feeling like she just doesn't want to be around people and I was like oh dang it there's my social anxiety (laughs) I'm like there's COVID that's COVID talk that's not yeah yeah I was like what if she no but they're definitely like you know what not today There definitely were times though, when I was like, oh, I don't feel like going to a show tonight, yeah. but then I, I don't know, the tickets or whatever. And yeah. then I was, there was never a time ever that I was like, boy, I wish I hadn't done that. And yeah. I think that that's so true in life, at least for me, is there's so many times when I'm like, Ugh, <laughs> I don't feel like going to church today, or I don't feel yeah. like going to whatever activity, yeah. but then I go and then I have a great experience. And yeah. I, I am trying to sort of fight the lazy voice because <laughs> after being in, you know, isolation or whatever, yeah. um, I, you know, you just realize like, wow, I wish I'd taken advantage of the opportunity. I wish I'd yeah. done that. And I wish I'd done yeah. that. And, yeah. you know, I know certain people are going into certain stages of isolation again, which is very depressing, but, yeah. um, but whenever we're all allowed or whenever we're all able to yeah. embrace life again, yeah. You're I, I think that was something I took away from, from mm-hmm. being isolated was yeah. just stop, stop with the lazy person. Stop lazy. Rachel, well, lazy. Rachel you're... is bad. <laughs> lazy. Here's Rachel. Sometimes we do need to be slugs on a couch though. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes you just need a day off to just do whatever. And it's okay. If you know, if you have some of those days, yeah. but yeah, if lazy Elisa was in charge of her schedule, she would do nothing. <laughs> um, so she's not in charge of the calendar. But the other yeah. thing that makes me think of is, so my dad was a marathoner and did triathlons when I was growing up. And he always said that, you know, sometimes like, you know, if I want to go for a walk or, you know, I don't run, I <laughs> work out, go to a class or something like that. He said, even if you don't feel good, I bet you five to 10 minutes in, you'll feel better. And yeah. like, so the days I didn't feel good or I didn't want to go, I remember that. And I don't think there's been a time when I then went ahead and did the workout. My dad was right. Like, I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to go tell him you're <laughs> right, dad. And he was like, obviously, <laughs> right. Cause dad's yeah, that's always hard when the day, when your dad's right. <laughs> <laughs> but that always sticks with me too, is like, sometimes like, yeah, we have to fight the, well, it's not even so much a lazy voice, just like, eh, I don't want to do that. Or I don't feel good. Or, you know, it could be a scotch of a headache, but maybe getting outside will make you feel better or, you know, and, and I found it to generally be the case. So, yeah. you know, my dad's got some wisdom y'all. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. Well, in speaking of running, so she has this blizzard run that was what like was that? this was obstacle like, course <laughs> i was like is it a 5k i did not i thought it was a 5k and then they did like four obstacles or something yeah. and i was like 
what? <laughs> this must be a real small part of Milwaukee that they're planning these events in. <laughs> a but particular props, neighborhood. Props to Amy T. Garden and Michael Rady for being able to do jungle bar, gym bars. I the, the like, one where they were crawling up with the rope, I was like, <laughs> nah, I probably couldn't do that. Or climbing over something. I was like, eh, I can't do that either. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes that lazy voice again. I can't do that. Can't do that. Well, there's sometimes lazy, lazy Rachel is accurate, Rachel. And that was <laughs> the case there. Well, yeah, there's <laughs> definitely times where it's like, no, I legit can't do that. Like, I need to build up to that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Uh, I did like when they're talking about, uh, dating and mm-hmm. it says in her version of dating is cute banter. will fall for each, will fall for each other. I'll flake out on him too much and we'll break up. And then I'll end up scraping the cream out of all the Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> and this is that, the most the depressing Oreos. romantic comedy of ever. <laughs> or most- maybe the most realistic because it's like. <laughs> Like, yeah, how often do we, you know, like, especially now, like, at least in this case, it wasn't like meeting online or anything like that. Like they met in person because he went over to the table to ask him about the resolutions and that sort of thing. And I think dating is hard, especially because the majority of that happens online. And so, yeah, I much rather scoop the cream out of my Oreos than go on a bad date. I can control the remote. I got all three animals with me. I'm good, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the whole speed dating event? Oh my gosh. Speed dating events always crack me up. Um, <laughs> I've only ever done it. I think maybe two. I've never done speed dating, but I do use it as an activity um, when I teach group classes, which has been a while, but usually the groups have to work together the whole semester. And so what I do is as many people as we can do in the hour and 15 minutes, I have desks that face each other and the students come and they're so serious. Are you on time for class? <laughs> like they ask, So think of it as like speed dating. What they're doing is speed meeting their classmates and determining who they might want to work with in a group. And it's so fun to see students do that. Uh, but yeah, I've never done speed dating. I don't know if I could do it. I don't like small talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, you only have, you have such a little limited time period. You only yeah. have like two minutes. I, I have done it before at church, like various, okay. um, mm-hmm. uh, it's so been you a already time. have a foundation of yeah, like yeah. something in common, right? They, yeah. They have it at our local comic-con fan X it's called. I have never oh. been that brave. I just can't oh. even imagine what that would be like. I, yeah. I should do it just for like, <laughs> just so you can report back yeah, to us. <laughs> just a blog post or something would be hilarious yeah. because I can't imagine you mean, people wear cosplay and stuff. I wear cosplay. Can you imagine Amazing. like, you're all of a sudden sitting next to like Captain Dr. America. Or Hello. Like that. Oh, it's Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with Bane? Get out of here, yeah, buddy. Right. Sorry, I watched Batman the night, you know, the Batman movie today, and then we were talking about Marvel off mic. So that's the first <laughs> cosplay I could think of. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be just too much i i don't think i can take it going on a speed date with hawkeye um hi listeners how many of you want rachel to go on the speed dating so that we can uh live through her vicariously my hand is raised next year okay let's Uh, do it in september (laughs) i actually i went to our com we had comic-con 
believe yeah. it or not, in September because it was just early enough to yeah, people are vaccinated. It was just yeah. at the right time, like it was that we were able to they were able to do it. And yeah, it was fine. Everybody was was fine. And yeah, so um, you know, we all wore masks, and I mean, it, it's a perfect place to go with a mask because you're yeah, working in your costume. Half of it goes into the cosplay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have. If people haven't seen, I was Wanda. From oh, and that's the show I'm waiting to watch, but I have seen the pictures of your cosplay and I've seen pictures of her. So <laughs> kudos, I think. And this isn't probably enough of like into cosplay, but I'm really liking yellow jackets on Showtime right now. Oh, I heard now. that's good. I heard it's good. <laughs> and so, so I'm like, can I just get like a soccer outfit or like a letter jacket? And then there is a situation where... There, there's multiple, but I don't want to spoil, but there is two girls that wear masks for like, they have like a dance, like it's must be homecoming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so I'm like, that's it. I'm just gonna wear the mask and like a soccer uniform. I'm good. (laughs) I'm not more creative than that, you know, (laughs) but here's the question. Are you afraid of magicians? (laughs) Yeah, that was like, I would be far more afraid of clowns by far. Clowns are terrifying. Again, I just watched Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises and like, nah, Heath Ledger? No, thank you. Um, Clowns from any episode of any procedural show, creepy. Um, Pennywise, creepy. Oh, 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 what's the one from um, American Horror Story? Yeah, American Horror Story Circus. I mean, poor clowns. They're just trying to make everybody laugh. And but and, are they? And- um, there's a serial killer that would go as a clown to kids' parties. No. Okay, so <laughs> magicians. Although, like, it really comes down to me just being like, "How'd you do that?" You know, me just like trying to watch and figure it out. Um, but no, I'm not scared of magicians. But clowns, clearly. What about yeah. you? Well, I, I'm not scared of magicians. I, I think that they're fun. I, I, I don't know if I'm like super scared of clowns, but like, certainly I'm not like a horror person. So yeah. In the Pennywise horror movies, I am. Yeah. I watched it 2017 with the Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. And the first time I watched it, I paid for it because I didn't see it in the theater because it's a scary movie and I do better this is terrible but <laughs> true crime than i do with like scary stuff like it's the um yeah. imagery that really bothers me and i was like halfway through it and i just slammed my laptop shut and i was like no <laughs> pennywise no i've never but seen really, it so yeah he's no not thanks. a clown he's a shapeshifter technically i guess <laughs> okay let's talk about something more fun <laughs> than clowns but anyway but that's part of it so me. she's saying yes and now Everything. they're working it into the show, right? Yes. And uh, so <laughs> she is afraid of magicians. And so <laughs> then they have her, the magicians there, the pride of Milwaukee, magician. Is he though? Definitely. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> um, he also, the Tom writes her after uh, the, um, after their little banter Yes. Uh, at the, um, blizzard run he writes her a note says um that uh it's never too latte to change yeah that was cute (laughs) i liked that that was cute (laughs) and so then uh she said we have this whole conversation about failure 
and how that's that really is her greatest fear is 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 failure and uh and she says being bad at something feels exactly the way it sounds <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. but the other thing is maybe she's a little bit too much uh, of a perfectionist which i i yeah. know my dad always says i came by it but does he say naturally or organically which means i get it from him <laughs> And she says, having a firm enough grip on your comfort zone keeps you from failure. It keeps you from trying a lot of things like going yeah. to see a magician and apparently doing obstacles in the cold. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there is something to like, I don't know, knowing your lane sometimes of mm-hmm. like, this is what I know. Like I've, I've done enough things in my life that I know what I like and I know what I don't like, Yeah. but then there's also, there is some value in taking risks. I mean, we, we've talked about this a number of times on this show, but like even the, um, barista movie, remember the barista movie, (laughs) the one where he was like, the orders like he tells people, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, she should be able to have whatever coffee she wants. Yeah she's a grown adult. She knows. And I feel that way. Like so often I, you know, I'll go to a place and go, like, try something new, something new. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> so, cause I know what I like. I just yeah. old enough. I've learned enough. I know what I like. And, uh, and then I'll try something new and almost always I'm like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing is like, I'm willing, like my brother's a chef. And then my other brother, I would say is an amateur chef. They do a lot of cooking. And, and so I feel like, you know, there are a lot of things I tried because of, of that. And my nephew who is 12, like the other night he was the stuff he was eating. I was like, what? I didn't have avocado until I was in my thirties. What are you doing? Cause we just never had it. But at the same time, like once I had avocado, I was like, how have I missed avocado well, guacamole my whole life. And I think yeah. it's my comfort zone. I know my lane. I like being indoors. I like going to the local coffee shop. It's called Big B. And I'll say, they're like, can we take your order? I'm like, yes. Could I get an iced dark hot chocolate, please? <laughs> Which is basically chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll come home and I watch my TV shows and I'm happy. But then I'll go traveling, say with my friend Tara and we went to Paris and Prague and then you try something new or you, that's in my, out of my comfort zone because I know nothing about, like I know a little bit about France or Paris and it's like, but then trying some of the food or, you know, your European life versus American life. And I don't know, like, but that doesn't mean I want to do it all the time though, either. Like, you know, I get the same order from my bagel place every time I'm like, all right, I want the dill garlic cream cheese on the cheddar herb bagel toasted slice. That sounds so good. You make me so yummy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like, like I understand like knowing your lane, but it's like also like, maybe we should get out of our lane every so often. It doesn't have to be every day but maybe enough to see what else is out there and confirm if like, no, this was what I wanted. And this other thing is not what I wanted. So now I know I tried, I went outside my comfort zone. It didn't work for me. Or you go, I had pickled herring in Sweden. That sounds disgusting. No offense, Swedish friends, but 
when I had it, I was like, this is good. <laughs> that is true. That is, I think a gift of travel yeah. is that it does kind of, because you, you don't have that. You're completely out of your comfort zone. You yep. don't have your place or your, you know, kind of a thing. And yeah. so it forces you to kind of try things that you wouldn't yeah. normally try, which I do and, miss. I mean, yeah. I mean, I went on my zoo tour, but like, I mean, I've been to a zoo before Right. I had lots of different ice creams. <laughs> I went to Ikea in Ohio. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I liked that when Tom says that uh, his biggest fear is abandonment and gas station sushi. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that's I'm a like, good one a- because please don't eat that sushi. <laughs> <laughs> they got fancy fancy gas stations in Milwaukee, evidently. Yeah, I guess so. Well, <laughs> it must not be fancy if that's what he's afraid of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, uh, so they, they have the, uh, chili cook-off. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we also get his confession that he doesn't like cheese fries. What the, what is wrong with people? (laughs) I think fake cheese isn't real food and disgusting. Yeah, that's where I was starting to be like, bro, you're really ruining it for me. <laughs> you're like, no, I'm losing you. I love Michael Rady. <laughs> but cheese fries, come on. I mean, so good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd always rather have real cheese than fake cheese. Yeah, but still. It's cheese. Yeah. It's cheese. I'm using air quotes. It's cheese on fries. It's yeah. potato and cheese. You're in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but then she also learns how to she learns curling. How to do curling. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah, that was it was good. And uh they curling actually here in Utah became kind of popular after yeah. um we you know we had the Winter Olympics here. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who does curling and she's in Colorado and I love when she posts stuff. Cause it's like, it, that is sort of, I don't, it's unique. I was going to say strange, but that yeah. isn't, that isn't the case, but like you see the Olympics and you're like, what? Yeah. Um, it's also the people who ski and then shoot. Like, I don't get that, but I love watching it every winter Olympics. Right. Yeah. But like when she posts it, it's like so cool to see, like it does exist. People do do it. <laughs> yeah. I went I and saw it. the biathlon uh, at the Olympics uh, when is they were that here. What, is that the one where they ski Yeah, and where shoot? they shoot. Yeah. Oh my God. The first time I saw that, I was like, <laughs> what am I watching? <laughs> if they have the Olympics in Utah again, you should come. I will and do that. I will yeah. get out of my lane. <laughs> okay. I've never and been was... to Utah. <laughs> so I didn't know anything hardly about... Mm-hmm. uh about biathlon when I went and, and um I uh I went and it was so much fun the they had uh like I think Swedish or Norwegian or whatever um commentators oh fun. <laughs> they were so into it it was intense. yeah <laughs> they were like burn down burn down burn down go go <laughs> I was gonna say are you sure it wasn't in English because when I was in those countries they were like um we speak English better than you do you know it was American. in English it was just they, they were, were so excited they were obviously Scandinavian the yes. commentators and yeah. they were so excited <laughs> it was it was contagious it was really yeah. funny when they were I like, love that <laughs> and they could get those like nine syllable names you know like off like 
<laughs> My know? name is hard enough to pronounce, let alone. <laughs> um, so she's also like a, a board game fanatic. I love board games. Yeah. Playing cards. They're and they're playing life together and <laughs> Uh, and I did like the line where she's like, well, I'm going to night school and having twins, you know, or whatever it was. Well, yeah, it's always like wild in comparison to like what your life is. And my friend Sarah and her friend Jen upgraded life. Like they changed the game, added cards, added different things because they're like, this doesn't reflect anything we want. <laughs> And it was super fun to play because it's like, ooh, I'm going to have a, you know, a, uh, what do you call it? A chateau or I don't know. Like it was oh, yeah, like yeah. way fancier. What, what would be your like go-to board games? Um, I love Clue because the mystery aspect yeah. of it. Um, and I, with my friend Sarah, we played a lot of, we just call it trains. So there's, I think an American version, like, oh, like ticket to ride. <laughs> yeah. Ticket to ride. That's it. We just call it trains. Um, we used to play that a lot pre pandemic. Now she basically kicks my butt at rummy every time we play and we'll play like skip bow and I'll get beat there too, yeah. but it's just fun to play. But I would say growing up, I loved clue and I, you know, I played it recently, the golden girls version with my, my nephew and my brother. That's and, cute. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, where's um, the cheesecake? <laughs> I love the it. It, I, I like a lot of the card games. I think a little bit more phase 10. I love. I love oh, Pit. I love phase 10. Yeah, phase 10 is really fun. Have you ever played Pit? No, I have it's not. So fun. It, it, well, I just you have got to have exploding kittens. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have at least four people to play Pit. Oh, That's the only gotcha. downside to it. Yeah. Um, Sarah and I usually play on our own so it'll be something like uno or you yeah. know skip bow um, i really love uh apples to apples and mm-hmm. um Ooh, uh, categories is fun if you have a categories. number of people too yeah <laughs> yeah that one's fun i mean i also do love pictionary mm-hmm. uh and yeah just any kind of I game. Find- those are fun I find that games have become more prominent. Um, like I've added more puzzles for myself and oh, yeah. um, doing more games with a smaller group of people. So I would be interested if the listeners have suggestions for games that we don't play because I need more games in my life um, and maybe ones that are not like exploding kins. I also play inappropriate games like what is what do, what does it meme? And they're like meme ones. Um, oh, and sometimes yeah. like they're the, well, um, cards, cards against, against humanity. humanity. Yeah. <laughs> I've played those before too. And Sarah, my friend Sarah is really into games. So she has done like Kickstarters. There's one that uh, I think it's called Charty Party. And it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, but you get chart. <laughs> and so it'll be like some x and y like it sounds hard but it, it's super fun and then there's another one um about puns and you had to like change things based on the category like food or whatever and so there's some cool games out there that aren't like fully mainstream yet and i just i love games and it, they're fun they can make yeah. anything more fun unless you're playing with someone who will like cut you yeah <laughs> Well, and I mean, that's why a game like Pit is fun because it gets everybody talking and mm-hmm. everybody kind of like it gets, gets the, the party kind of going, gets the party started. Yeah, that's right. And cause you want, especially if like 
my if I'm entertaining, uh, I usually have people who don't know each other. So yeah. a good game like Pit is a good one because it's getting everyone kind of talking and and because yeah. you end up screaming like maniacs when you play Pit. But um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, but life is a is pretty fun. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, I like Cranium. That one's fun. There's just well, I haven't fun, played that in a while. Fun games. Oh yeah, yeah. Cranium, Cranium is fun because it kind of combines all of the games into one game oh Oh, that's fun there's like charades and there's like drawing and there's like trivia it's all together oh that's Um, fun yeah but then there's also of course like scrabble yes oh my mom kicks everyone's butt at that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah my mom will destroy anyone (laughs) at scrabble yeah all right well uh so then she's thinking of moving to chicago uh and she says maybe it's time to take a chance and then she finds out about all of this bank account she found out all this bank account stuff and she's considering asking tom to be the whistleblower and she's Mm -hmm. talking to uh talking to um michelle morgan about it and she says well you're obviously falling for this guy because a year ago that wouldn't have even been a question that would have been a no-brainer yeah and so she's you know getting kind of attached and he's just like a very very um optimistic guy who can't Mm -hmm. imagine these bank people doing he's obviously never seen a hallmark movie because if he had (laughs) you would know that bad men of business are no good bad men of business hello yeah (laughs) um so she tells him about the bank account kind of thing and she says, when the story breaks, you and I can't be together. It's an ethical nightmare. Mm. And uh, she, he says, I'm not a sensible guy. I'm not throwing this all away for something that might happen. Mm. And then we get a really good line. Would kissing you right now be 35 or 65 miles an hour? And <laughs> then she doesn't, there were like three times in the I was like, kiss for goodness sakes, you people, what's wrong with you? <laughs> And then she leaves. <laughs> You're like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was also very, very proud of herself about this. She said, Happy New Year in Mandarin. She well, was very excited, which I don't blame her. Like that's that's hard. Hard. It's a um, hard language. <laughs> but uh, but she loves doing these storytelling open mic things. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that sounds challenging. I'm not gonna do that. Um <clears throat> and and uh, that uh, has anyone ever told you you might have a problem with over committing? You, you are worth making time for, which was very, that was very cute. And very that cute. also resonated. I was like, yes, I do overcommit. Thank you for reminding me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get another almost kiss. I'm like, ah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then they play checkers together and this was a good scene i thought a well-written yeah. scene um it says our reactions to chaos are very opposite i tend to slow down and pull back and you keep moving on the struggle though is the same yeah what yeah. do you think about that i think what's interesting about that is that um <laughs> i feel like for someone who slows down and pauses and for someone who goes through that, they can balance each other out actually. And so for me, something like that, I'm like, 
I think they could work well, but uh, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like my reaction to chaos is definitely sort of anxiety. Like I don't handle, yeah. uh, that's why I'm glued to my calendar and my, <laughs> my plans. Uh, like I may not be a big goal setter, but I'm definitely, I like having order to things yeah. Yeah. and, uh, and it's probably um, frustrating to experience chaos with someone who might not go about it the same way you do. Right. right. So like, uh, but at the same time, if you both are like, ah! <laughs> then that doesn't help in <laughs> chaos either. Right. Or if both people are organized, well, then it's my organization that, you know, like, so sometimes I think responding to chaos in the same way can be problematic, but I think it's frustrating when someone experiences or reacts to chaos differently. And that's why it's important to understand like partners or people you're dating or friends or family, how they respond to things so that we can be better prepared for managing their reactions to chaos, right? And and working together on it. And that seems like what relationships are. Um, chaos for me is, <laughs> I hate it, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I am very much the person where I'm like, I have calendars and planners everywhere. Do I use them? No. <laughs> so like I have a want to organize my chaos, it, but the chaos takes me. <laughs> yeah. so, so I need some of your organization, Rachel. <laughs> well, and it's my, my chaos. Well, what looks like chaos to most people is actually like makes sense to me. Right. Uh, so if somebody were to try to kind of organize my chaos, then I would have a problem. Yeah. You're like, get out of my chaos. <laughs> yeah. Let me handle it myself. <laughs> but, uh, but then they go to the, I can't remember what it was. It was some kind of formal. Yeah. I don't remember. Was her bir- it was her birthday, I think. But anyway, he looked yes. super hot in the text. So, sorry. I was like, wait, what happened? Yeah. It was her birthday. Yeah. And she looked beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. We don't see tuxes that often in Hallmark movies. Why do you think that is? Well, because usually it's like small town, hometown, you know, like, yeah, not the city. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then also, like, budget wise, I wonder, like, maybe, yeah. (laughs) But uh, he looked hot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) And then they dance and then they finally kiss. Finally. I know Rachel was experiencing chaos until that moment happened. (laughs) You're like, finally. So then he finds out from the, his side of things about the fraud. Yeah. And he's like, should we go, should I go and tell Kelly about it? And Adam Hurtak's character convinced him, no, don't do that. Wait and see how it plays out. Uh, And he's kind of debating and then they have, I guess, no, it was actually her birthday was the Gatsby one. Oh. I can't remember what that other one was, but anyway, it doesn't matter. He, uh, I watched it today. <laughs> I'm already like, wait, what happened? <laughs> anyway, uh, there's the Gatsby themed party. Which and, is fun. Uh, yeah. And then he gives her the Velveteen Rabbit, mm-hmm. which was so sweet. Yes. And I actually, that is a book that I read when I was little. I actually had a little um, Velveteen mm-hmm. Rabbit. Yeah. Like, uh, there was like a little pocketbook and it came with the, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And, uh, so then of course he's trying to tell her 
that he knows about because he'd had this um meeting with the two two executives that were not good uh the young uh, bad men wolf of wall of street types <laughs> bad men of business she he's ready to tell her but then before she finds out from michelle morgan and yeah. um so then uh, she breaks up with him and then he tries to tell he says to the boss like to his boss uh you should we need to fix this like this is fraud and he's like just stay in your lane the boss and i'm like this is the company that has like full-time event planning but they don't care that they have this major pr nightmare you're (laughs) a bank and yeah you should be kind of concerned about optics but also as you're like re you know recounting what happens i'm i'm already like yeah too much fraud Yeah, they it, just, it just pass it along needed. to the FBI or whoever and let them take care of it. <laughs> they had enough conflict about honestly that they could have had this whole movie and the only conflict being them being are they going to move to being different and yeah. are, are they going to move to Chicago? Like yeah, that would have exactly. been fine. This is like this is getting convoluted because I really don't like I get fraud, but I don't like. I once covered uh, the case on my true crime podcast about Kwame Kilpatrick and trying to understand all the corruption stuff. I was like, I don't, there's so yeah. many terms and things. Like, I was like, this is confusing. And so I yeah, actually too much, too much for my brain. <laughs> I love like Ponzi schemes and I mean, oh. not in real life, but like watching but, like, shows, stories and things like that. Yeah, Sometimes I think it- for me, I'm like fraud. I'm like, unless it's like stealing someone's identity or like pretending to die like those stories i'm like (laughs) they've taken on a whole nother identity (laughs) yeah i mean i i love those kinds of uh um uh those kinds of stories um like um uh did you ever watch mcmillions i haven't oh it's so good you gotta watch it it (laughs) was like my first love at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> well, here's the thing. But if I was like, Rachel, I need some things to watch. I'd probably have about 600 movies on my list. <laughs> and unfortunately I have a job <laughs> and they don't pay me to watch movies, sadly. I know. Uh, but anyway, I really enjoy those kinds of things, but it just yeah. doesn't fit in this type it of movie. It does with the big city part, but it also just feels heavy handed. Cause it, it feels like too much for the beginning of a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or like a start of something like, like, it just feels like there's no way that I could imagine I'm carrying on because it seems like too much. And so, but isn't sort of, I don't want to say the point, but isn't part of what's enjoyable about Hallmark is that you have hope that they're going to get together and the the fraud and the confusion over it. Yeah. I'm like, mm. well, and I mean, I feel like she would kind of hold off on the judgment a little bit yeah. because it's not yeah. like he's committing the fraud. Yeah, no, no, he's no. Just, but it's still just like a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It is. Um, so then he decides he quits his job uh, and he'll go on record and he speaks Get out. Him. It goes <laughs> viral and it's the high pressure sales culture forced them to create fake accounts. Um, and <laughs> then I, I did think it was so cute. Not only did he send her like five different arrangements of flowers, uh, but 
she also said her the sorry game which was so <laughs> cute. i love that that's cla- like yeah, yeah once you like have something amongst each other like really playing off of that that's a good move yeah i liked it and basically all of her friends think that she should give him another chance do um, it then <laughs> she says she's moving to chicago Boo. she's gonna be on good morning chicago and then we get to the story uh storyboard place uh story i forget what they called it but anyway and she's giving the speech and she says i wasn't open to all the exciting things that could go right possibility there are possibilities i hadn't even thought of like falling in love adorable that's why unless he's coming to (laughs) chicago you shouldn't be going anywhere say yes to staying or say yes for him going story time and it's once uh, and then he speaks and he says once you're real you can't be ugly except to people who don't understand Mm. and then kelly is the most authentic person i've ever known she made me real and he (laughs) got a job in chicago too so he said yes but like (laughs) the deal was that she was supposed to (laughs) that was her resolution but like well i think they probably ended up in a better position the only thing that i hate about it is like so you're just gonna leave your group of friends then that's true for a dude (laughs) that's their friendship person sorry (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's the thing though that's what i was saying like that they yeah no like changes in life yeah you're gonna be in different locations and things like that and there's lots of ways to stay connected though like um me and five of my friends we have a group text and so like that's yeah. going like every day memes tiktoks just what's going on i mean on. we all have certainly realized that over the last two yeah. years yeah absolutely so i feel that's like sure. you can and like i feel connected to you and we don't live in the same state we right. get to once a month do this but i also you know engage with you online and see what you're posting and be like mm-hmm. ooh, yeah there was something and <laughs> I, it, that was happening i was like oh rachel isn't gonna like that and then i say he posts like oh <laughs> i was like i knew it i don't yeah. remember what the topic was but i sometimes like, need more of a filter <laughs> yeah no you're fine but, but it just it just reminds yeah. me that although face-to-face is the best and we want to be in the yeah. same location that if there's people that we want in our lives that we can still make it work oh. though too like there's lots of ways to stay connected and sometimes we might just have to be a little bit more creative you yeah. know it's true yeah. And I mean, you can, uh, visit and yeah, and that, that was one of the goals I had last year. Again, once I became vaccinated, I, there'd been all these people that I had have become friends with that I hadn't met, but yeah. I'd thought about it before I'd been like, Oh, I don't know. And then I, I was yeah. just like, Nope, I'm going, I'm going to meet, like, you know, my friend Jennifer in Texas, I'm going to meet, uh, uh, you know, just a whole bunch of people, Marissa, in LA, there were a bunch of people that I finally connected with yeah. uh, in person so last year. Mount Pleasant, Michigan doesn't excite you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, it might be it it might be fun because I would go back to my old mission stomping grounds in, yeah. in Indiana. Yeah. And Angola. Then yeah, Angola. <laughs> But well, uh, you but can definitely. come here and we can go to Ponder. They have the best waffles ever. <laughs> mm, very tempting. Very tempting. Yes. <laughs> uh, so 
Yes. So I think this movie is pretty fun. I do, I think the script is good. I mm-hmm. I like that it kind of is a little bit different and focuses yeah, on the um, you need something after all the Christmas movies. Yeah. I mean, it's not the girl goes back to the small town and I mean, mm-hmm. at least it's kind of a different story. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, uh, I think uh, that it has a pretty, pretty good cast. Maybe not the best yeah. chemistry, but a pretty good cast, pretty good script. So overall, yeah. I enjoyed watching it and it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a fun movie to watch to bring in the new year. Yeah. And also, I think there's lots of fun things to talk about with the movie, yeah. right? That's what uh, I as we've obviously done. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so let us know what you think. If you're listening of a new year's resolution, did you like mm-hmm. it? Not like it? We'd love to hear your thoughts and, uh, in the comment section or on Twitter and Elisa, where can people find you? Yes. I'm friends with Elisa on Gmail, the web, Facebook, Instagram, and I'm friends W Elisa on Twitter. And I'm also at Dr. Elisa Lucas is my personal Twitter where I mainly talk about TV. <laughs> and follow uh, rachel <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at rachel's reviews all over social media itunes youtube and on ron tomatoes you can see my hot takes on there evidently um <laughs> and uh, and make sure you're following the podcast the homeworkies pod and the homeworkies podcast all over social media and if you are listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews five stars on all of our podcasts we sure appreciate it and if you are watching on youtube please this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel we appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store. Take a look at that. And uh, thanks so much, Elisa. And we will yeah. talk again next month. That Bye, sounds everyone. great. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>